add a bit of sunshine to your home with Easy Living Furniture's Garden Furniture Sale with stunning dining sets, cracking egg chairs and relaxing sun loungers that are in stock and ready for delivery there really is something for everyone and with an extra 10% off sale prices and free delivery over 399 now really is the time to let your garden shine Garden Sale now on Visit Easy Living Furniture Don't miss out Find your local store online at easylivingfurniture.ie This is an Irish independent podcast. Welcome to Real Health with me, Carl Henry. Folks, I'm looking forward to today's episode. It is one that I have struggled with over the course of the last six months. And even though it's got better, I'm dying to know more and more about it. Lower back pain is the bane of the office worker. Too long sitting amongst a host of other causes leads to untold amounts of distress and pain. My own was caused by lifting a big log in a way that I shouldn't have lifted it. And I had six months of pain afterwards and I'm dying to find out more about it. What can we do about back pain? How can we change our lifestyles to avoid it? What's the best way to sit? How active should we be? And lots, lots more. I am delighted to say that I'm joined by Chartered Physio, who also has a PhD in biomechanics, Owen Everard. Owen, welcome to the show. How are you? Carl, thanks so much for having me on. Really big fan. Owen is sitting really properly. As I talk about sitting, I'm looking at him and his posture is, is absolutely bo- perfectly straight and proper. Uh, well, we've po- got a fancy studio here with about five cameras. So we do, it's, it's very sure important I'm, to sit I'm properly. Doing, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it okay. That, that's for sure. So, okay, back pain is incredibly prevalent yeah. across the country, isn't it? Like pe- There are so many people struggling with it, both p- those who are active, probably like myself, and those who sit a long time. Back, back pain can present for anyone really 100% like in the western world 85% of us will have back pain at some stage in our life and of those 85% 30 to 35% of those will have reoccurring back pain like time and time again so like it's basically something that's going to affect nearly all of us so it is and it's a thing that we can kind of prevent or we can really try limit its damage so um, yeah really excited about the talk so backs need movement yeah. That's a, probably a fairly good place to start. That by being sedentary is one of the big uh, risk factors for back pain. 100%. So basically, if you if you want to keep your back stable and say everything, you want to get good core stability or the trunk to be stable, there's generally three type of things that work. The first is the passive system. So that's the ligaments, the joints, um, the the discs in the back. They're just going, they're called passive because you just have them there. They just give you the support. But With that then, there should be the core muscles. So you have the muscular system to enhance that support and the nervous system to kind of tell you when you need to dial up and dial down that support. Unfortunately, with sedentary life, a lot of the muscles kind of switch off and our awareness of when we're in a good position changes. So what we need to do is if we are more active, we're keeping the core muscles working more, which essentially takes the pressure off the ligaments, the the discs and the... um, the joints of the back so we don't injure those because essentially all back injuries are overload injuries. It's generally the disc, it's the ligaments or it's the joints that are kind of overworked and overloaded because the core muscles aren't working correctly or we're not moving appropriately through like the hips or the upper back and so the lower back is just doing too much of the movement. Okay, so a strong core, and they, you know, people they, they say that all the time. And like my yoga class, my yoga teacher says it every week. How important the core is yeah. for your back, but it really is that it really is very important for preventative health to have a very strong core. Oh, 100%. hundred percent. And the second thing, if we are sitting a lot, um, 
moving well through the hips. So something like yoga, like Pilates, like anything generally, but just teaching those key tenets of keeping the back stable. Because um, basically, right, there's this there's this framework with the body. It's called a joint by joint approach. And what it means is that every joint has one primary function, either to be mobile or stable. So the ankle, if you think about it, can roll in any direction, should have good mobility, should be able to move through there. Knee is a hinge joint. It should only flex and extend. It shouldn't buckle in or out. The hip is a ball and socket joint, should have good movement. The lower back, we always hear about core stability. We shouldn't move excessively in our lower back. The upper back, good mobility and so on. What can happen with sedentary life is we kind of reverse those. So we sit so we sit for a long time, so our hips get very stiff and our ankles can get stiff. So as a physio, the, the common injuries I see are knee and lower back by a mile because they're joints that aren't designed to move in certain directions, but because we're kind of stiff through other joints, we, we tend to move through them. So, you know, if you're in a gym, if you're lifting and you don't have like adequate mobility through your hips, you're going to then round at your back. So it's really important to have two key things in preventing back pain. One is to work on the core stability, which I think we all uh, know about that if we, those muscles are working, they're taking pressure off the joints, the ligaments and the tendons. But secondly, then to emphasize to move correctly through the hips, because if we're moving through the hips, then we can afford not to move through the back, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it, it's that full body kind of prevention. Yes. From yeah, the exactly. ankles all the way up through all the joints for preventing back pain or even enabling the back to, to be as mobile as possible. Mobile it and isn't stable. just back work. It's exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it all works as in a chain. So if one isn't, if one area is too tight, it means that you move excessively through, through your back. You know, if I spend three hours doing core stability work um, and the, but I'm stiff through my hips and there's like a hundred euro note on the floor, I'll just bend through my back, even though I've tried to prevent that. So that's a big element of it, but also working it in as part of a whole overall thing. So doing your bridges, working on like your balance and stuff like that. Yes. And you've mentioned it a couple of times about stiff hips. How do people know? So people are listening in, they're in the car or they're in work, maybe sitting quite poorly, although you can guarantee that they're, they're sitting better after listening to us. Chat yeah, it's always good minutes. that we remind ourselves <laughs> and we will, we can talk about good how, how to sit. How do you second. know if their hips are stiff? Uh, generally, like generally people do have, if you can't, when you're moving, like say if you put your hand on your, your back and your stomach yeah. and you were squatting, can you go down without your back completely rounding? Oh yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. so that's a good one to do. Um, when, you know, the world's greatest stretch, so if, we, if we're in a kind of plank, high plank position where our hands are on the ground, can you bring your foot up so that your toes are in front of your knees? If that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Okay. So if you're in a high plank position, your hands are underneath yeah. your shoulders and you want to be able to bring your foot, your outside the hand. Outside, the, outside hand the hand up and then land where your foot is ahead of your knee. That will kind of tell you of that like 90 degrees hip range of motion. Now, folks, there is a challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As you listen in to us, bring that one home or bring that one into work or bring that to your yoga class because I'm absolutely going to try that. So Can I do another one then as well? Sorry. One big thing I always tell people, you nearly assume if you're sitting for a lot, you can nearly assume you're going to have like, say, tight hips mm -hmm. like the piriformis. Get a hockey ball, bring it to bed. If you're reading your book, sometimes it, it can be hard to remember how to do like do your core or it's like, oh, I forgot those exercises. Have the hockey ball in the bedside locker, bring it in, you put it in the middle of the bum, you turn your foot outwards and just roll around till you feel, yeah. feel that sore spot. That will release off those muscles in the hip. And it's like very easy to do. I do it every night, just two to three minutes 
as I'm reading my book, you know, job done. And it's just that little bit of maintenance. And you might want to explain to your partner, folks, why you're bringing the <laughs> hockey ball into the bedroom and into the bed. Because they might look at you a bit weirdly. I heard it on a podcast. You'd think, I heard it on a podcast. Uh, but do you try that thing, that, that, that test for hip? Because we've mentioned it so many times, I think it's important for that hip flexibility. So you're a straight arm plank position, which is hands underneath your shoulders. Your back is parallel to the floor. You're holding your plank. Can you bring your, your right or your left leg, take a pick, outside up to the same position that the hand is yeah. the hand is in. And that's a really good test for your flexibility for your hips. Uh, try that one and see how you go. Okay, so uh, let's check. We've looked at the, the kind of the lifestyle component that sedentary lifestyle is a problem. We know that moving more uh, and, and enables your back to move more. You're likely to be stronger. We've looked at sitting. Talk can, we, can, we go, can we go on to sitting just for yeah. a second, right? If you have, to, like a lot of us have to sit. If we are sitting, I think key, there's a couple of key things. Yeah. Micro breaks are absolutely massive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's a micro break? For every hour you're sitting, you should be standing for at least one minute. Oh yeah. Like just taking that pressure off the back for that little bit of time makes a massive difference. The second thing is if you can't, if you can't stand up for whatever reason, I, I, a modified micro break is, uh, for people watching, they'll be able to see, but I'm going to the edge of my chair. I'm dropping one knee to the floor and my my foot is behind me. So essentially like a hip flexor stretch. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. now my back is in that uh, like neutral position. It's not rounded mm -hmm. and I'm stretching that hip. So we're getting like a little two minute stretch on that one hip. I'm going to switch sides two minutes and then I can go back to how I was. The last tip when we're driving or we're, uh, the sound people are going to kill me now that I moved away from the thing. When <laughs> we're driving or we're sitting, having a rolled up towel, the back, the lower back, oh, yeah. yeah, the lower back is supposed to be in a slight inward arch. It's yep. called a lower dosis. Yep. We just, because of sitting, are in this constantly flexed position in the back, which is putting a lot of pressure on the discs and the, and the joints and the ligaments to a lesser extent. If you have a rolled up towel, in the small of your back. So you sit right into the chair yeah. or if you're driving, you sit right back as far as you can go. And then in that small arch of your back, put a rolled up towel, put a rolled up jumper, shove it in there. Even if it's like protruding into your back slightly, if it's fabric like a towel or a jumper, it will ease out a little bit. That will keep the natural arch, the natural lordosis that we want so that there's even pressure then going down through the back. Those things will make a massive, massive difference if we're sitting a lot. And you can get, and it's, it's not a product plug, but it, it, purely because I used to have one years ago, the yeah. back shop in Dublin have rollers. Yes, a lumbar but roller. They have the like ideal. little Velcro thingy on it so you can place it on the seat that goes yeah. around the back of it and holds it in place. I, I have ones where I, it goes on, it's on my seat the whole yes, time. It's a little it. yeah, arch, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like your back support. Like I would get one of those. Sometimes people say I have a back support in my uh, in my car. Some cars do, don't they? Have the, you press the button and it kind of it extends, or got, you, or you, yeah. you, you, it has like a switch or whatever on it. I yeah. got a I got a fancy car there recently. Just um, what did you get? Come on, tell me. Well, I got a Mercedes uh, E two twenty. Oh, it's a Cooper, yeah. yeah but Beautiful. it has yeah, it's lovely now. But I had uh, it has that lumbar support. Yeah. I find it's too slow down. Yes, I feel is. like if yeah, they're yeah, trying, the yeah. yeah, I think if they're trying to make it for everybody. It's, it's a help, but it's not exactly in the right position. Okay. Having like your rolled up towel or a lumbar roll would be ideal. Little pillow, something like that yeah. in there. It'll just keep the back in that natural lordosis and 
it'll make a big, big difference. And does that apply for like an office chair as well? 100%, yeah. Yeah, same thing. 100%, yeah. With the office chairs, as you said, they can have the Velcro, you can actually yeah. put them on it. But if I was in an office, they would be the things. I'd always have a lumbar roll and I'd just be switching up my position. I'd be going to the edge of my chair, dropping my knee for two minutes, drop the other knee, come back up, yeah. you know, every hour or two hours getting up, power walking, um, you know, to the to the toilet or to the office to see this zipping around the place. Movement, micro-movement. Mo- movement, yeah, 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 yeah. Switching, yeah. The ex- yeah. switching those muscles back on, resetting the back so the pressure, if you can imagine, if I pull my finger back, that's not sore yet. If I hold that for eight hours, it's going to be excruciating. We now know if my finger is pulled back, what are you going to do? You're going to just move it the other direction and that can help reset it. And yeah. the more we're doing that, the less overall cumulative stress. And there's been a lot of research to show that those have been able to take those that take little micro breaks, back pain is no worse at the end of the day than the start of the day, mm-hmm. where those who don't take those micro breaks, it's a lot worse by the end of the day. It went up about three or four points out of 10. The best one I've always found that works, and I've had back issues for a year. My dad has two discs, my mum's a pelvis issue. I, I love backs, I'm fascinated with them. Yeah. Uh, is a deep squat. But if I go really, really wide in the feet and drop my bum towards the floor, yeah, lovely. the spine seems almost, I can almost feel the release of yeah. tension, maybe yeah. something in it. Um, and in like a micro break, I won't do that for like 30 seconds and then go back to sitting or standing or whatever. It just seems to release something. And what that's doing for you is that's getting that deep hip flexion. So kind of getting the movement back in the hips. You you obviously are very fit and strong. So those, if someone is doing that, maybe hold something. Oh yeah, I hold, hand it, I hold like a pole hold or whatever. Hold a pole, yeah, get yeah, them yeah, some yeah, load. Yeah. That will yeah. let me keep you the spine. Yeah. Um, well, great thing about backs is I find that a lot of people overcomplicate them. If something... It feels good and the back feels better, do more of that. If something feels worse after you do it, do less of that. And over time, the back will will get better. I know yourself, you you had your disc injury and you get that thing of spontaneous reabsorption, which is like, you know, the Bonkers. disc sucks back in yeah. and yeah. the pain can go, you yeah. know, but you do have to be careful with it. You've naturally brought me onto discs. That's exactly what I wanted to go. So people, so first of all, let's explain to people what is... A, a, a disc because people hear about disc yeah. issues all the time and they haven't a clue what they're listening to they're, what they're hearing so let, and, let's and, bring and, it right back yeah and I think people get too worried about discs yeah. you know you hear a disc it's not a it's not a death sentence so basically if you can imagine a disc is like a jam donut it's got a fibrous layer on the outside and it's got the jam which is called nucleus pulposa in the middle now what happens is if we're sitting or we're bending or we're putting certain strains through we're like pressing one side of the the jam donut down and we're like stretching out the back the back of it. That's fine, but over time that back wall is getting stretched and the disc the jam is pushing on the inside. So what happens is the wall on one side gets worn down till where there it essentially tears and the jam on the inside pushes through the wall of the disc. So if you just imagine like cutting a little hole in a jam donut, squeezing the squeezing it, and the jam kind of shoots out. Or chicken Kiev. Yeah, or chicken Kiev is a the great example. The garlic pops out when you like yeah. press it with the thing. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. Now <laughs> what that does then is that then hits the nerve, and that can cause a number of different uh, elements to, or a number of different kind of symptoms. One can be like your pins and needles or numbness in the bum or down the leg. The other thing it can just like spasm up the back. And like, I know if you've had back pain, my clients, like when I see them, the main, one of the main things is they're not even overly 
they don't like the pain. It's annoying. It's like that toothache. It just really can drain you of energy. But the thing they really fear is the back going into spasm. I've had people who were meant to go to weddings and that back went locked down and they're not going anywhere. So that's what's the that's the um, mechanism what's happening, that we're like pressing it and then the disc comes shooting out a little bit. It hits the nerve and that causes that um that either pins and needles or that spasm in the back. And it's important to tell people that like for back pain, it doesn't always present in the back because no, the nerve no. runs right down your leg 100%. into your toes. So on my own perspective, my that's exactly what happened to me. And then all of a sudden I had numb toes, outside of my foot was numb, outside of my calf. I could, I could trace the nerve yeah. with my finger down my leg as the pain was radiating right the way down. So it was presenting almost like a hamstring cramp, a glute issue in my yes. bum. I went to the physio. I was like, I've definitely pulled a or seized something in my glute. Yeah. He's like, I think it's your back. I was like, No, 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 it's my glute. Yeah. And then it's down the hamstring, and then it's down the calf. And he's like, No, no, that's just that, that's your sciatic nerve. I was yes. Like, ah, so for a lot of people, they will present with sciatic nerve issues, which is that nerve that runs down the hundred percent and the back. That's all coming fine. from the back. And that could be, and the back can be fine, exactly, because the nerve is the one that's getting hit, and the back, if they don't have that spasm, they're not going to have it. And a lot of times we talk, we call it um, centration of pain. With some people with back pain, what we're looking at is getting the nerve pain moving up the leg, and we're not actually worried until the nerve pain is gone, if the back gets sore. So, a couple of key things then with disc pain to help people if they have it, how, or how do you might know you have it? Generally, disc pain is worse in the morning. You know, so if you struggle to put on your socks or your shoes in the morning, uh, bending is sore. And we'll come back to why that is in a second. The second thing you can do is for a simple test is if you kind of curl your back down and then hold the bottom of the, the seat and push your bum into the seat. If that causes a little bit of pain uh, or your nerve, your nerve pain, then that's uh, something to watch out for. So just to say on the in the morning, why is disc pain worse in the morning? Yeah, because a lot of people will complain with it. They'll wake up in the morning, getting out of bed will be hard, putting on the shoelaces, yes. all of that. They'll just have pain. Yeah, so what happens is overnight, um, when we're not standing, the discs, the discs are a little bit bigger and they take on extra fluid. Okay, so when then we get, we, so we have it for eight hours. It's like an accordion. Like accordion, like so during the day like it compresses, the day, and then at night they, it, it expands. Expands exactly. So if you can imagine now that accordion has extra water in it. Now imagine a water bottle. If that water bottle is full, and I and I press a full water bottle, the water is going to shoot out. Just like the jam is going to shoot out because it's there's more pressure in it. It doesn't take that much pushing on it then to shoot that out. So your back is like. Your back and your body are aware of that phenomenon. So what we need to do is reduce the fluid in the disc in the first morning, first hour. We don't want to be lifting something heavy, especially with poor technique in the first hour. Yeah. So a couple of key things. If you're having your porridge, you can see it on our lovely screen. Put your porridge on in the microwave. Power walk from the microwave to your front door. Just open the door, swing in the arms. There's basically cross chains from your glute goes across your body into your, into your arm. So if we swing, it's like an X. And it gives that support to it. So doing that 
one, it kind of buttresses or supports the spine. Second, it can compress this, the disc in an yeah. even way to reduce some of the fluid in the disc. I with the we I have the back aware belt or with my patients, we do a little five minute routine, just like a couple of your cat camels lying on your stomach, extending your arm, just trying to reduce the amount of fluid in the disc. That's really important, especially if you're going to be driving to work straight away or you're going straight into your office. Even like one or two minutes of power walking, doing like two minutes of little of exercises. Like around the garden. Right, not even like I even know myself, I'm a physio, I know all about the benefits of it. Like, I won't put on my shoes sometimes to go out. It's cold, it's freezing outside. Literally from your microwave to your front door, you don't have to leave your house. You don't have to put on shoes. You do not have to do anything. But doing that will make a massive difference. It sets, you know, that old Irish phrase, too smart, Latin hibra. It sets a good start as half the work. It sets the disc back to an even pressure. And it's essentially like pouring some water out of a bottle. Now I can press on the bottle and it's not going to just automatically shoot it. It has that little bit extra leeway. Wow. Very clever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Okay, so if you wake, if people wake up like that in the morning, a little bit of easy movement, but rotating the body, so using the power arms walking, like a power walk. Like yeah. literally swinging yeah. your arms as fast as you can because it's basically the lat, as you know. It's like, mm -hmm. but there's also these like, they're called like myofascial chains. So from the glutes, so we're in, in a cross position. It just basically causes an X across the lower back, which is like just it's like wearing a back belt for yeah. a second to give it that support. And it reduces evenly the pressure through the back. And then, as you said, just in that first hour, just be careful how you're lifting, how you're moving. Because the disc is bigger, there's more pressure in it. It's going to like push out more uh, easier. Okay. Yeah. For people who travel a lot then, we've looked at kind of sedentary in terms of, you know, office uh, and stuff like that. People who drive a lot and yeah. find they have back issues, should they stop every, you know, if you're going from Dublin to Cork, should you stop halfway, have a walk around? Depend or? Look, it depends on how bad the back is. Okay. You got to know, these are like pain triggers. So you have to be aware of what like causes your pain and what relieves it. Mm -hmm. So if I was getting up and going from, uh, you know, an hour drive in the morning, I'm getting up, I'm having my porridge, uh, putting it in the microwave. I'm power walking from the front door yeah. to the microwave for like the two minutes that's in there. Have that. I'm going to do my five minute routine because um, that's going to reduce it. I'm going to get in the car then. I'm going to have my rolled up uh, towel or jumper or lumber roll, put that in the small of my back. So that's kind of arching. So now I'm not putting pressure on the back. If that isn't enough, and your back is severe. So say like with your one, if you have pins and needles down to your 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 toe after lifting like a log, that is severe. So in that scenario, say if you're like, I do all that and it's still, when I get to the office, my back is really sore. In that scenario, I would like, if you could stop halfway through, again, just power walk for like yeah. a minute, it's ideal. If you can get to the office and then you're, you're kind of power walking from the car to the, you know, to the office door, brilliant. You know, so it's just okay. depending it's on that, your... that X idea. Is that power walk? Is that, that X yeah, idea? Yeah, you couldn't do something better Are, for your back. Yeah. And I have no affiliation with any any car brand, so I can ask this question on on uh, unbiased. Are there any cars that are particularly renowned for well supported seats or not? Is no, I mean? and I, I like as I said, I got that like my um, new car, and it's it's lovely and all, but I think just having your own like rolled up towel. Okay, that trumps everything. Just have it in your car. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because then you can put it into exactly the small of your back. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and yeah, and, and that's going kind of across the seat. So it, it's, it's, across yeah, the seat, it's yeah. It's, it's, Even it's if not it's straight down. Across. Yeah. Yeah. 
just enough that it's in that small of your back. If you think your back has to have an inward arch, mm-hmm. so something that will essentially push it into that inward arch is what we're looking for. And there'll be loads of towels put into cars now. Exactly, after this yeah. Chat. yeah. Uh, last question is based around just general kind of do's and don'ts to, for back main, for minding your back. So obviously yeah. how you're lifting things is very important. Lifting things properly is, is, is important. Uh, the power walk is another one. Any other simple takeaways for, pe- for people? Yeah, I think, as I said, really like working on your core stability so that opposite arm, opposite leg, having pain-free movement is most important. With tendons, we want to like have a little bit of pain, but with the back, it's about developing a repertoire that's pain-free. Okay, so if you can squat pain-free, drop back down to doing a bridge and some simple core. Just what you can. Just what you can and then build up till we're back on our feet. And then, as you said, like there, that movement is important. So, there is always something. It could power walk. It could be a simple core exercise, but you have to develop that repertoire over time, develop that good technique with all your exercises. And over time, if you have good technique and you're developing the core better, you will take pressure off your back because a lot of people, what they're doing is they're constantly either in their exercise routine, in their lifestyle. I call it like picking the scab. If you cut your, if you cut yourself, if you constantly rub that, it's never going to heal. So the keys with back pain is identifying the things that are rubbing or are mm-hmm. making it worse yeah, yeah. and then developing slowly a routine to get that better. Amazing. Great. If people want to find out more back tips from you, where, 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 do, where do you live? Great. Yeah. So I have a I have this new device. It's called the Back Aware Belt. Um, but we do a free quiz. So if people are wondering like what's my back pain, what's being, what's it being caused by? If they go to backawarebelt.com forward slash quiz, it's like a one minute free quiz and then we'll give you most likely what's causing your back pain and then a few tips based on that. Okay. And you're on Instagram? Uh, yeah, at backawarebelt.com or at backawarebelt. Amazing. Owen, that's been fascinating. Thank you so much for coming in. Great content. And our, yeah, our thanks, Carl. I really love that. Folks, I really hope you enjoyed today's episode of Real Health and you're sitting tall and you're getting your tails out for your car journeys from here on in. As ever, you know where we are, at Carl Henry PT on Instagram, realhealth.independent.ie. Sit better, have a good back this week, and we'll see you next week for more Real Health. It's longer, folks.